We ought to all been running around this place tearing the tent off the roof. Try to get some center in the building. They was fleeing Florida because a hurricane was coming. My God, if they saw what was coming down the road, they'd be tearing everything up to get up here and hear the preaching. Father, we ask God that you'd breathe upon us tonight and power us and preach us in the power of the Holy Ghost. God, let everything be done tonight to magnify and glorify your holy name. We are nothing but God, thou art everything, holy, worthy, and wonderful. Lord, everything about you is good. Everything about you is glory. Oh, God, that we might just get in on it a little bit. Lord, just get around the outskirts and then draw us unto yourself. Help us, Lord, to experience the favor and the fire of God. Help us, Lord, to see sinners fall in the aisle and get saved. And saints, rejoice. Shake this place, Lord, and fill us with your power. Oh, God, we desire for you to do something mighty. Lord, if there's a shaking going on in the house of God, I know there'll be a feeling going on. So help us, oh, Lord, shake out some things of our life and fill us up with your presence and your power. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to preach. God, if I can't preach in power, I don't want to preach at all. Help me to preach in the power and the fire. And not because I deserve it. Not because I'm worthy. But because thou art worthy. Holy and wonderful. High above everything. And Lord, we'll thank you and magnify you. And thank you for the old rugged tree. Thank you for an empty tomb. And thank you, Lord, for sitting on the right hand of the Father praying for me. Right now as I begin to preach. I love you and praise you. Lord, I'll thank you for what you are, all that you are. And Lord, thank you for what you do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'll read the text and you can be seated. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter number six, Isaiah chapter six, it's a familiar place, but I'm asking you tonight not to let the familiarity of the text discourage you. I believe there's something in the book for us tonight. Amen. I'm going to go ahead and take my coat off so about half of you can recognize I'm everything that you wish I wasn't. You ain't going to figure me out, and I'm not going to figure you out. But I do want to figure him out a little bit. I, I don't have a God I can explain. My God's bigger than that. But I'd like to just magnify him a little bit tonight. Isaiah 6 and verse 1, the Bible says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon the throne, a throne high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings. Twain he covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, 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 it's the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Then we ought to get in on it a little bit around here tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Woo! Just go ahead and say what side I'm on. Verse 4. And the post of the door, notice the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried. And the house was filled with smoke. Mm, I like it when it gets smoky. Then said I, woe is me, for I am undone. This is 
Isaiah. Not shame. Not somebody that's lost. This is God's man. And he said, I am undone. And because I'm a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips for mine eyes, he said, what I've seen today, <laughs> mine eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. Them flew one of the seraphims when he got honest. He got some help unto me and having a live, thank God he wasn't dead, but a live coal in his hand which he had taken with the tongs from off the altar. And he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this hath touched thy lips and thine iniquity. It's taken away and thy sin purged. And I heard the voice of the Lord, I like that, saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? And then said I, hear my, send me. And he said, go and tell this people, hear ye indeed, but understand not, see indeed, but perceive not. Make the heart of the people fat and make their ears heavy. Shut their eyes, lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and convert and be healed. Then said I, Lord, how long? And he answered unto the city, be wasted without inhabitant, and the houses without man, and the land be utterly desolate. And the Lord have removed men far away, and there be a great forsaken in the midst of the land. But yet in it shall be a tenth, and it shall return. <laughs> Amen. And shall be eaten as a till tree and as an oak, whose substance is in them when they catch their leaves. So the holy seed shall be the substance thereof. You can be seated. While you're seated, I want to turn to John 12. So y'all know I ain't making this up tonight. I ain't preaching out of an almanac. I'm preaching out of King James Bible. And the Bible said in John 12, Bible said in verse 37, but though he had done, though Jesus had done many miracles, they, yet they believed not on him. That the saying of Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled, which he spake, Lord, who hath believed our report? And to whom hath the arm of the Lord been revealed? Therefore they could not believe, because Isaiah said again, he had blinded their eyes and hardened their heart. They should not see with their eyes, understand with their heart, and be converted, and should, I should heal them. Here it is. These things said Isaiah when he saw his glory and spake of him. If the Lord would help me for a little while tonight, I want to preach on this thought. Woe is me and worthy is he. Woo! Woe is me and worthy is he. You ever been praying somewhere, couldn't get nowhere with God? God honest for God, put yourself down, got real low, put him up real high where he's at anyway. And thank God when you get low, he gets high. Everybody get happy. What we need tonight is to realize our place and to get in our place and make sure we ain't on the same level as him. He's high and he's holy. And the Bible said in John chapter number 12, verse 41, that Isaiah saw Jesus in Isaiah in chapter number six. Note this with me in your Bible. You see the thought, my burden, the thing that's been burdening my soul for the last four or five weeks, maybe two months. 
is how people approach God. How'd you come to church tonight? How are we gonna go to camp meeting this week? You can't come with a whole bunch of sin loaded around on you, sick and smelling like the hog pen. Expect God, you gotta come get honest, get clean, hallelujah, and get low. Hey, thank God, bless his name. Woe is me, and worthy is he. And when you get like that, business is gonna pick up. Woo! You see, it ain't nothing new in the Bible. When Moses got over there, 80 years old, 40 years learning to, learning to be something. 40 years learning he wasn't nothing. And then he saw that bush that was on fire, but was not consumed. That was the Lord showing up in Moses' life. And Moses, when he got over there where that bush was, how the Bible says it, the Lord said, Moses, you fixing to get on ground where I'm at. If you gonna walk where I'm at, you gonna have to take your shoes off. Cause the place where on I stand is holy ground. I wonder tonight how many of us would even take our shoes off. I wonder tonight how many of us would just get honest enough, thank God to sling the shoes up in the air and get, if you gonna get where God said, you gonna have to recognize he's holy. How are you approaching God tonight? I thought about Joshua. We can have a debate over this later on, but I'll tell you what I believe. The Lord says, take off thy shoe from off thy foot. I know it's redemption price, and I know it was a redemption purchase, and I know it was a redemption picture. And he took off that shoe just like Boaz did. Hey, took that shoe off that old boy that couldn't do the redeeming. Woo, hey man. Cause there's one that showed up and could. I recognize Joshua. Thank God was recognizing the captain of the salvation. The Lord of hosts had showed up when Joshua was discouraged and he saw the height of the wall and he saw the, saw the feet that lay before him. But you know what God said? Take thy shoe from off thy foot. I don't believe you had but one left. And he took that bad boy off. Hallelujah, bless the Lord my soul. It's, it's no new thing. If you're gonna go where God said, you've gotta come on his terms. He said, be holy as I'm holy. He's a holy God. I wonder when you think about God, what do you think of him? He this little lovey-dovey, hippie idea that most people preach. Little smile he preaches out there. No wonder he's got a big stadium. I'm gonna tell you what we need today. We need to recognize that his holiness is the nucleus of everything that he is. And all that he is, and he is lovely. Amen, and he is love. He is full of love, and God is love. But thank God is rabbi, hallelujah. Amen, his holiness demanded perfection. And what his holiness demanded, his love accomplished when Jesus died at Calvary. Oh, bless the Lord, he's holy. Say it with me, he's holy. Notice in our text tonight. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon the throne, high and lifted up, and a train filled the temple. I wonder tonight, if you were to summarize this chapter, it could be summarized in three words. Whoa. Low and go. <laughs> Woo! I just about run if y'all preach, amen. Whoa, low and go. <laughs> amen. 
you got to get to the woe before you can get to low so you can get to go. Are y'all with me tonight? Isaiah walked in, he's discouraged. You got to realize this ain't just anybody. This is going to be a man, a prophet, a man of God that's going to give us a clearer picture than the gospels do of the suffering that Christ went through for your sin and mine. He's going to give us pictures of his hallelujah virgin birth in the next chapter. But he can't get to chapter 7 until he gets right in chapter six. I want to say today, on the authority of God's word, hey, there's a lot of things that God wants you to see, but you're going to have to see him first. I say you're going to have to see him first before you can ever share the scriptures and share the, hallelujah. Woo! Go have to see him. Uzziah walked in that day defeated and discouraged. I mean, national patriotism was a, they were talking about make Israel great again. I mean, King Uzziah had spread out the borders. I thought I'm in Hendersonville, ain't I? Amen. I didn't think I was a little further up the road. I thank God. I believe, Brother Philip, I believe this. National patriotism was up. Oh, man, Uzziah had stretched out the borders almost to everything that was promised them. I mean, they've got bulwarks. They've got walls. I mean, things is rolling. But then it's not by chance. It's not by chance that the Holy Ghost said in the year that King Uzziah died, he did not have to mention him. But I believe he did for one purpose. He got a little too big for his britches. He approached God in the way he shouldn't have. Are y'all with me today? God the Holy Ghost put that in there for a reason. And that very year, this king got a little big for his britches. And so he walks in to offer sacrifice. And God strikes him with leprosy. And he spends the last time. Listen, I don't want to hear that you used to be a shouter if you ain't still shouting now. Woo! I don't care what you, I thank God, sister, you're still singing after 50 some years. Glory to God. Bless the Lord, amen. Hallelujah. I don't want to be a has-been. Glory to God. Uzziah walked in that day and there was a change of command. Had his eyes on one king, got his eyes on the king of kings. He said he saw the Lord. said he saw him high. Now, do y'all agree with me today that God's always high? But he uses this term, this phrase, and lifted up. That's why we know it's, he got a picture of the resurrected Christ. He got, are y'all with me today? He said, if I be lifted up, <laughs> y'all sit there, I'll shout, amen. He said, if I be lifted, preach on preacher. If I be lifted up, I'll draw all men nine to me. Woo! I'll tell you what he saw. He saw Jesus. He saw his glory. Hey, Isaiah, according to John 12, he saw the death, the burial, and the resurrected Christ. We on this side of glory. He's been lifted up. Hallelujah. Woo. I just want everybody to know what side I'm on. <laughs> Woo. Hallelujah. Thank God. Said he walked in the train filled the temple. Can you imagine that? Everywhere he looked, train. Now, I like when I looked up this word train, it's a word picture. My church knows I preached on the rainbow not long ago. Y'all know what a rainbow is? It's a hem around the cloud. (laughs) 
God puts a, woo, he put a hymn around your cloud too. There's always a rainbow. You just ain't in the right place to see it. Somebody help me. Hey man, by the way, there's one here because he saw the throne and Ezekiel said when he saw it, there's a rainbow. I'll just go ahead and have myself a feast. Hey man, woo, said his train filled the temple, but I got some help when I realized that word train is him. All through the Bible, every time somebody gets close to the hymn, they get some help. That woman touched the hymn on the hymn and got some help. Woo! I say hallelujah. You don't think that's important? I guarantee you. You know what a rainbow is? It's God coloring your raindrops. Boy, I'm telling you, God's big, ain't he? Woo! Hey, man. You know what he said? He put a hymn up yonder just to show us how much he loved us. He put a hymn right here. When he walked in, he saw the train filling the temple. Know where he could go without tripping over the hymn. You know what? God's going to make it hard for him to miss the help. Are y'all with me today? I'm telling you, God's wanting to make it hard on you to miss the hell. I like it when God makes it hard on you. I like it that day when he made it hard on me as a sinner. And I didn't go to church to get saved, but he came a-looking for me. Woo! I didn't go looking for him, but he came looking for me. Hey, man! Everybody okay? Take a deep breath. Train filled the temple. That's right. He said above it stirred the seraphim. Not because, not because they're more higher than him. And that's not why. There's a picture there. Mm. Now, in the book of Genesis, yes, Lord, when Adam and Eve got kicked out of the garden, y'all remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they said a chair, I like this. Look it up if you don't believe me. If you got a King James Bible, it'll say this. He set cherubims too. I tell you what I believe. That's where, that's where he made the first sacrifice. Oh yeah, because it's on the east side. Preach on preacher. Yeah. I'll tell you what I you say why you say that? Because there wasn't but one door to tabernacle. Guess what side? You guessed it, east side. Woo! Hallelujah. Guess you came into the holy place, east side. Brazen altar, east side. But you gotta come through the east to get to the mercy seat on the west side. Somebody help me in this house tonight. Great God in heaven. I'm telling you, hey, there's a picture here. Woo! I believe that first sacrifice over in Genesis was offered up on the east side of the garden between two cherubims. And Abel knew where to bring the sacrifice. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) He knew where to bring the sacrifice. He knew where his help was. He knew where his hope was. Hallelujah. Can I say on the mercy seat between two, between two cherubims coming in from the east side. Hey, from that taking that blood sacrifice, the coals consuming the sacrifice gave them access to the candelabra, to the showbread, to the altar of incense, on into the holies of holies. And between the two cherubims, that was where the Shekinah glory, the smoke, filled and hovered. It was her help. It was her help between 
between the cherubim. Can I say today, Isaiah, just look up here between these two cherubim. Quit looking for an earthly king. Look up here between the two cherubim. They're pointing a direction. Hey, they're pointing toward me. Now, we, we, there ain't no sense in trying to figure out. Well, Twain covered his feet. Didn't want to walk. Didn't want him to see. No. Twain covered eyes. No. Because the Bible says the angels always behold his face. So don't get me. I'll tell you what it was more about. Here's what it was. Right here. Y'all with me? Twain, he covered his face. Twain, he covered his feet. And with Twain, he did fly. You know what they're saying? Isaiah, it ain't about us. Don't look at us. Don't look at us. We're ready to do whatever you want to, Lord. We're I wonder if your service has got to be seen. I wonder, somebody help me up in this place. I'm telling you, are y'all with me tonight? It ain't about the angels. Don't, I don't want to draw attention away from the one that we're pointing to. Isaiah, your hope is in him that's on the throne. Woo! Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Sweetest name I know. Sir, the Bible said this. said he got over there where they were and they cried one to another and said, holy. And nothing said holy. And nothing said holy. Somebody said, well, wasn't nothing else better to say? So they joined in. I go along with that. But I believe it's more like this. Holy. The Father is holy. Jesus, the Holy One of Israel. Amen. Jesus, the Holy Child. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Woo! When you don't know what to do and you want to worship, holy. It'll work real good. It'll work good. When you don't know what else to do or what else to say, don't try to figure out your testimony. Just say, holy, holy, holy. But here's what Isaiah said. He said, I'm undone. Here's the word picture. It's what he said. He wasn't saying I'm lost. No, no sir. It's not what he's saying. Now, for the sinner, you are undone. And you need to see yourself like you are. Yeah. Are y'all, good God, I'm telling you, I'm about to have a running. Are y'all with me tonight? I'm glad one day I saw I was depraved. I'm telling, I'm telling you, I was wrecked and ruined. I was dead in my trespasses and sin. I had no hope of getting out. I couldn't have swam my way through a baptism pool out of that pit. I couldn't have ride a 10 speed with a little name tag out of that hole I was in. But one day I called out to God. I cried out to God and he heard my plea and he brought me up and he brought me out and he set my feet on the, I'm glad, thank God, he is my helper. I can boldly make that statement. Isaiah, quit looking down and start looking up. Quit looking around. Looking out there gets you discouraged. Looking in here gets you depressed. Looking down gets you downtrodden. But looking up will bring deliverance. Somebody help me. I'm telling you. Woo! Yes, sir. Isaiah, lift your eyes. He said, right here is what you need. Don't look at us, Isaiah. We're ready, Lord. Don't look at us. It's about him. And Isaiah saw him. And his train filled the temple. I love this right here. Now, make sure you got your King James Bible. Everybody got your King James Bible? 
I know you do. But look right here what it says. The whole earth is full of his glory. It's almost like until you get to that place where you start saying holy, 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 you're going to never get in the fact that his glory is filling the earth. If his glory is filling the earth and that word picture filled, it's filled to the brim. In other words, like this, the slightest shake dips it out. <laughs> it's, it's almost like there's a constant flow going into it. Are y'all with me today? I'm telling you right now, if we'll, God wants us to worship, he desires us. That's an amazing thing. We ought to want to worship. But what amazes me is he knows us and desires us to worship spirit and truth. Said glory filled the temple. Are y'all with me? Now I like this right here. Mm, my God. And the post of the door moved. Now that's significant. Y'all with me today? People say, preacher, attention spans about 20 minutes. It ain't when they play in Pokemon. Preach on, man of God. Preach on, man of God. I'm about sick of this time business. I'm, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about the moderator and camp meeting. What I'm talking about is a preacher time limiting himself because he's afraid ain't nobody gonna pay attention. Are y'all with me today? Oh yeah. I gotta get in five minutes. Wait just a minute. Hold on a minute. God's God, ain't he? Woo! You know when I got saved after two hours of preaching and about an hour of shouting and about 35 minutes of praying, then I come up out of there changed by the grace of God. Woo! Amen. Everybody say amen. Clock says quarter to preach. Come on now. Amen. Now here's what I love, brothers. Bible says the door, notice this. It, doesn't, it says the door didn't move. It says the post of the door moved. Are y'all with me? First post in the Bible, Exodus 12. Woo! That's where the blood splashed. Oh, ain't you glad you got out of Egypt by the blood? The next one, that's salvation. The next one is service. That old bond slave took his ear over yonder. He didn't have a piercing neither, by the way. And stuck it over there and went to boring it through. Hey, that's the next post. There's another post. Got scripture on it. Deuteronomy chapter six. There's another post. Samson jerked it off. Door and hinge and post. Guess what? He took it to the mountain and got victory. That's where we got victory too, at the mountain. Woo! Are y'all with me today? Oh, there's a lot of posts. But this post shook. Did y'all see that? It wasn't a door. There's another. There's another. Brother Philip, a door's real good. Jesus said, I'm the door. Mm. Over in Ezekiel, I was reading today, it says, he showed me a hole in the wall. Now the hole, he let him look through later. And see sin. But that ain't the first thing he saw. Mm. He said, see that hole in the wall? He said, go to digging in it. I'm in the book. I'm in the book. And when he dug the hole, he saw a door. Good gracious. Woo! I didn't even realize sin was sin until I first saw the Savior. <laughs> hey, you know what the Bible says right here? It says, the post of the door shook. 
John chapter number 19. That door ain't no good unless it's hung. And they took that door and they nailed it with three hinges on an old rugged cross. Hey, and he opened up the door to heaven and it shook the earth. And I say, hallelujah. You know what Isaiah saw? The door to heaven, it's gonna be opened up through Abraham. The door ain't gonna shake, but the post shook. Y'all don't agree with it? Leave me alone, I'm having time. Ain't gonna change my mind. Woo! The door didn't shake, but the post did. Are y'all with me? The Bible says when it shook, it's filled with smoke, the house was. Boy, aren't you glad that Holy Ghost went out and made real my tangible sin? Now, y'all don't have to believe this. Y'all might think I'm a little charismatic. <laughs> But I've been praying before over at church in revival and God doing things in the altar and it got a little smoky. Oh, yeah. And I, my name ain't even been in him. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Don't let them monopolize the Holy Ghost. God have mercy. Baptists are shouting for that crowd ever came into existence as Zuzu Street, my high leg. Amen, preacher. Yes. Here's a wild man eating wild honey and Jesus went to him to get baptized. I reckon I'll just stick with a Bible-believing church, Baptist church. Woo! Yeah. Now, the Bible says this. He said, then said I, here's what he's saying. Woe is me. He said, I'm undone. Now catch this. What he's saying is, my lips are not fit to join in with y'all. Have y'all ever been to church? Somebody said holy, and it got holy. And you jumped up and said holy. And then when you did, the Holy Ghost said, mm, your lips was cussing the other day. Are y'all with me? How are you approaching God? You better be taking them shoes off. You better recognize he's holy and you're unholy. You better recognize he's worthy and you're unworthy if it wasn't for the blood. Hey, woe is me, but worthy is he. And if I'll say woe is me, then I'll hear low. You know what happened, Brother John? Y'all stay right here. Stay right here. The Bible says, the seraphim, only place in the Bible they called this. Seraphims, they called this. Bible said they took that tone off. They didn't, now they had it in their hand, but it wasn't touching their hand. They had them tongs on it. They still covered up, but they're flying over here doing something for God. Now, all through the Bible, God uses them to picture God's men and God's servants. We're lively stones. Would y'all say that? He said a live coal. That's what he took off the altar. Now, where'd this altar come from? That's the brazen altar. The blood's already soaked into the coal. Somebody say, I'm talking about the blue. I'm saying that tabernacle has painted a picture. That temple has painted a picture. And Isaiah's getting it right now. He said, glory to God. That altar, hey, has, that coal has been blood soaked. Hey, it's, <laughs> it's got pardoning fire. It's got purging fire. It'll burn out my sin. It'll burn out my addictions. It'll burn in his image. 
I pictured 10 people running. Y'all backslid whoever you was. Hello. Y'all remember the day? You know what this, you know what he's saying? He said, Lo, this has touched your lips. That was his problem. Men of unclean lips. My lips, I want to say it, but I ain't fit to say it. I wonder how many times some young people commit fornication on Saturday, try to get up in the choir on Sunday. Preach on, preacher. Yeah. I wonder how many times they daddies and mamas. Yeah. Flirting with other men and women. It's preaching time today. Don't look down, it ain't time to pray. Hi, my. Yes, sir. (laughs) What is it? What are you calling it, preacher? I'm calling it drifting. It's not depravity. This is not the issue. It's drifting. (laughs) I was laying up on the raft, Myrtle Beach, my daddy's on. That's when I was lost. Don't get lost on me. I was 13. I was laying out there on, the, on that little raft, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. My daddy was right there. He said, son, you can go out there and float a little bit, but don't drift too far. Y'all know it wasn't long. I was so far out, I couldn't even see the shore. My daddy went and got the lifeguard that throwed me a lifeline. I'm about to run tonight. And came where I was and brought me. (laughs) What happened? It didn't change the fact that he was my daddy. I just drifted far from him. I lost sight of him. Somebody preached to me a while and let me run. Amen. I'm telling you, some saints in here tonight, there's some drifting going on. And he's your daddy and you're his son. He's your daddy. You're his daughter. But we've drifted. Somebody help me. Amen. I'm telling you, man, I ain't no, I'm going to have to do like Billy Kelly, cut the baloney off. Look right here. Here's what the Bible says. He said, whoa, that angel, that seraphim, laid the coal on him, burned him, purged him, and pardoned him, and burnt the image of the Savior in. He's, y'all do know we've been predestined to be conformed to the image of his dear son. Is everybody all right with that one? That's Bible, by the way. Amen. That's Bible. There's an image been stamped in us. (laughs) Michelangelo got asked how you turn that piece of granite into a horse. He said, I just knock everything off that don't look like the horse. You know what God's doing with these storms in our life? He's knocking everything off that don't look like the Savior. <laughs> We're being conformed. Ooh, amen. And he said this, he said, Lo, he laid this live coal upon the altar picture of the Holy Ghost. In other words, the post of the door shook and now Isaiah had a personal shaking. If God shakes this house of God and you don't get shook in your soul, it won't help you a bit. But if you'll let when God shakes the house, if you'll let him shake you, then when you get shook out, you'll get filled up. I say amen. Amen. Who's got a horse? I need a saddle up here. Amen. Woo. Listen to this. He said, laid it on my mouth. He said, thy iniquity is taken away and thy sin is perished. Why would he say that? 
because they saw always some little smart aleck jack leg that wants to throw up your past life. <laughs> I feel like David. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop. Hey, go to dancing. Woo! Hey, man. Yeah. Can I just tell y'all something? He took your sin, put it in a bag, according to Job. What the book said. And I believe he dropped it over in the ocean. And the sea. Yep. Not forgetfulness. That's right. <laughs> He's the sovereign that he knows everything and yet chooses what not to remember. <laughs> Good Lord. That's preaching right there. I'm getting help from my own preaching. Hey. Woo! Yes, sir. I'll not remember your sin and iniquity against you no more. Woo! That's shouting country. Hey, man. He's buried in the depths of the sea. I love this. All them storms came from the sea. We're sailing through life on the sea. But we're going to a place when there ain't going to be no more sea. (laughs) Woo! No more more burying place for seeing. No more storms. No more sailing. We've arrived on the shore. Somebody help me. I'm I'm just glad. I'm having a time. I'm trying to magnify him today. It wasn't about Isaiah, and it ain't about you. Quit being so self-centered. It ain't about you. It ain't even about the church. No, sir, it ain't about your preacher. (laughs) He don't want it to be about him. I know him. (laughs) You know what a real servant says? Don't look at me. Don't look at me, but I'm ready to do whatever God wants me to do. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Look at the one I'm pointing to. Look at the one I'm facing. Woo! That's where you need to have your focus. Amen. Notice what he said. Then the Bible says, I love this Trinity business right here. I like this. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost business. I like that. Them Mormons don't know what to do with that. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? It looks like he's looking for volunteers, but don't mistake it. I got one amen and a bunch of scratching the head. Two of them. There's nothing. Amen. You know what? This is an all draft army. We've been drafted in. I know you got to respond to the draft. I understand that. I understand that. You got to repent. What is that? You got to tell God how low down and sorry you are. That's what you got to do. You got to have a change of attitude that results in a change of action. Hallelujah. That's exactly right. You got to realize you ain't on the throne, but he is. You got to turn away from sin and look and live. Anybody can look in here. A youngin can look. An older person can look. The wicked can look. The poor can look. The rich can look. Everybody has the opportunity to look and live when God takes the scales off. Is is everybody with me? Now, here's what I want to say. Why you say that, preacher? The Lord said, whom shall I send? Do y'all think he already knew who he was going to send? (laughs) I reckon he did. I sure do. It's like Adam, where art thou? Y'all reckon he knew where Adam was? Oh, yeah. He's just getting Adam to wake up. (laughs) Woo! I like it when the Holy Ghost climbed through the rail into that hog slop. 
or come to himself. And then he jumped the pail, jumped the rail, and hit the trail. Amen. Went back to the Father. Are y'all with me? Woo! I'm telling y'all. You say, what happened? I'm glad one day I came to myself. You know what? Whom shall I send? The Lord's doing this. We can tell people about how good it is to be an army. We can tell everybody how good to taste and see that the Lord is good. Boy, he'll be honey to you. My God, have mercy. You're bitter today. The cross can be thrown in the bitterness of the pool of your life and turn it into sweetness. Are y'all with me? Yes, he will. It'll be the best thing ever happened to you. And you know what he said? This is what he said. He's saying, whom shall I send? What he's wanting Isaiah to do. He's wanting Isaiah to respond to the inward desire that he just put in there. You know who God will save tonight? Everybody wants to get saved. Now, why do you say that? Here's why I preface that. Because if you got to want to, it's God that put it in there. <laughs> Woo! Hey, if you're willing to repent of your sin and turn to God, who you think done that? I didn't go to get saved. I went to shut mama all up. I was tired of her bothering me. But I went, thank God, and something got a hold of me. Thank God I ain't never been the same. They said you'll calm down in a few years. It's been 20-something years, and I ain't quit yet. I say hallelujah. Dry up if you want to. I'm going to shout her out. Woo! I got a call one day. Now notice what he said. The servant is simply saying to Isaiah, don't listen to your own conscience bugging you. Don't listen to that depraved part of you telling you about what's behind you. You know what I love about that thief on the cross? His whole born again experience, he never looked back. (laughs) He couldn't. Had his flesh nailed to the cross. Amen. Amen. Woo! Amen. You need to nail that hide to the cross. That's what's wrong with you. Amen. That's what's wrong with me at times. It gets to bother me. I'm not so insecure, I won't tell you. My past life haunts me sometimes. I run into people still. Says, I can't believe God saved you. I said, me neither. I said, I can't believe God called you to preach. I said, I still ain't got over the saving part. <laughs> Amen. But God does. And God can. And if he's able, he will enable. Somebody help me. You know what he said? Here am I. He wouldn't even fit to join in with the seraphims and worship and say what is true by calling him holy. But now, because the coal's been put on him, and the fire, ain't, by the way, ain't we toters of the fire? <laughs> Ministers are supposed to be a flaming fire. Some preachers ain't got enough fire to warm a gnat's foot, by the way. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I like a fired up preacher. I don't care if they short, I don't care if they tall. I don't care if they preach long or preach low. I don't care if they loud or crazy. I just want some fire on them. Amen. I'm telling you what I like toting the fire. 
Hey man, it's all, it ain't about him. It's about the blood so cold. It ain't about him. It's what his service to the one that he's pointing to is all about. Isaiah said, I'll join up. I'll serve. You've drafted me. I'll respond. I'm yours. Send me. What the Lord say? Go. Woe, low, go. He had a change of command. He had a cleansing. He had a commissioning. And he had a companion. In chapter five, six woes to everybody else but himself. Woe for your idolatry. Woe for your drinking. Woe for your strong drink. I'm telling y'all right. And the seventh one was the hardest word, and it was toward himself. Whoa, not you, not you, church, me, the preacher, I'm at fault. And until you get off your high horse, you ain't going to help nobody. That's the message. I've done what I needed to do. I want to ask you, what are you going to do? You know what he said? This is what he said. He said, how long shall I go, Lord? He said, well, I'll tell you what, till there ain't no more houses standing, till there ain't nobody breathing. He said, I'll tell you what, I'm going to make everybody's face hard. They ain't going to listen to a thing you got to say. (laughs) I'm going to blind them. As a matter of fact, you can expect 10% result. Boy, that's encouraging. (laughs) And Isaiah wasn't worried about approval from man. He wasn't worried about applause from man. Just like them stars outside tonight, they gonna do what they stuck in the socket to do. If anybody appreciates them, if anybody applauds them, if anybody approves them, it don't make a hill of beans. God put them out of shine, and that's what you ought to do, and it's what I ought to do. Come on. Come on. Here it is closing. I'm gonna get John get somebody up saying. Here it is closing. How shall we serve? I can't get over it, but I'm gonna have to. I think you ought to serve. You ever thought about a number two pencil? That's good preaching right there. I'm telling you. That number two pencil won't ever. I'm losing some of you. Y'all pay attention. It's good right here. I wish I could take credit for it. The Holy Ghost just deposited it. A pencil has a design and purpose. But if it just sits there. It'll never do what it's designed for. It's got to be put in the master's hand. (laughs) What makes that pencil usable is what's on the inside. (laughs) Somebody say amen. Matter of fact, it won't even be usable until there's some suffering goes on. There's got to be some suffering. See everybody, y'all ain't never going to look at a pencil the same. I was talking about a number two pencil. Because the number two realized there's a number one and he ain't it. <laughs> Somebody bring the calf. Amen. Woo. Hallelujah. I like this part. It's got an eraser. It's gripped by a crown. The eraser, if it's a good pen, has a trademark. It's registered. Somebody help me. (laughs) It ain't cheap. It won't fall apart every time there's a little suffering. 
Y'all ever have one like that? But them that's got a good crown, it's usually a red eraser. <laughs> Woo! Great God. What's that eraser for? Taking care of all your mistakes you're making. Thank God for that Holy Ghost. But wait a minute, preacher. One day, I'm going to be out of pencil. And the eraser's going to be gone. But then there'll be nothing but crown. <laughs> good Lord. I don't know how I stay so calm. Woo! Somebody help me tonight. You know what you ought to be using? Just an old pencil. Not old number two pencil. Can't do nothing by itself. But boy, in the master's hand. My God. Suffering, I understand, Lord. Makes me usable. Edgar Thomas, one of my heroes, said, I remember I was just called to preach. We was over at Denny's. He said, Brother Shane, you'll never be used for God till you suffer. See, there was a cleansing. There was a call. And there was a commissioning. But Isaiah had to suffer some. But y'all do know in the next chapter, he's going to give us the idea of his virgin birth. He's going to give us a clear picture. He's, by the way, Sammy Allen. By the way, he's going to tell us about the millennial reign. (laughs) Woo! Is everybody okay? Still preaching. Amen. I'm telling you what, just know this. God's going to take care of his chosen people. Amen. And he's going to take care of his heavenly people. Amen. And I'm glad I'm a part of them. Amen. Amen. He's going to take care of his bride. I wouldn't let my bride get beat up. I'd die. No, sir, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> you think if I'd do that for mine, he wouldn't do it for his. Oh, right. I'm telling you, say what you want. He's going to come get me. Yeah. He's going to be a fork in the road. And I'm taking the high road. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! I'm going to take off like Superman. Yeah. Come back. It got on in Burnsville the other night. This is a true story. Seven-year-old girl got saved. I was up there. I almost, right next to the church, there was a white horse. I come this close to jumping that electrical fence and riding that white horse. I said, my God, it got on. I said, whoa! Them people thought we was crazy anyway. We was ringing the bell, shouting a victory because a seven-year-old girl said, well, she's just seven, so what? Her life saved and her soul saved. I say amen. Woo! If you're sitting here today, don't care if you're seven or 70. If you admit you're undone and unworthy, he'll save your soul. You said, preacher, would he do it for me? Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. How can he hear without a preacher and how can he preach except to be sent? Whosoever shall call in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Who's gonna call? Them that's drawn. Matter of fact, let me just put it like this. Is salvation a gift? Would y'all all agree with that? Would you lift your hand? If it's a gift, you can only get it when it's offered. Otherwise, it's stealing. Somebody help me. Woo! That's good preaching right there. Amen. Boy, I'm glad it's a free gift. You sitting here today, all you got to do is look and live. All you got to do is open the door. All you got to do is respond to the call. He don't arbitrarily do nothing. He's God Almighty. Are y'all with me? We can't even understand him. We ain't even on the same plane as him. 
Right. I, he don't even operate in time. Do y'all realize he's as much present in the past as he is in your future, right. as he is right here? Yeah. He, he, I'm not talking he's both places. He's there now. Great God in heaven. Woo! No wonder he's Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He knows what you're going to do. Somebody said, well, when you got saved, you got forgiven of your past sin. Hold up. What sin did I commit that wasn't after the Calvary? Just tell me that. Because he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He knew everything I ever did, everything I was ever going to do. I'm glad it's full. I'm glad it's free. And I'm glad it's final. I say amen. Well, I best I better pray. Quit preaching. But I don't want to. Hear me today. Unless you're willing to be just an old pencil. You say, preacher, pencil's mark don't last forever. Spend your life serving him and serving others. Trying to make eternal marks in people's life. But eventually, you're right. You may not be remembered. But remember... It ain't about you to begin with. It's about whose hands you're in. All I want us to do tonight is get in on what them angels was getting in on. Do y'all agree he's holy? Would anything prevent you from saying he's holy? Then praise God, let's stand to our feet. I want to give invitation, Brother John, if you don't mind. Hey, man, get somebody up here and Thank God, play the piano. And I wonder tonight if you'd just be honest enough to say, Preacher, I know I'm saved. I know I'm born again. But I just have to admit, uh, my lips are putrefied. Uh, my actions are putrefied. My thinking process is putrefied. If I'm just going to be honest, Preacher, uh, I don't even have a right to say, Holy, hold on a minute. It ain't never been based on you. It's always based on Him. It's your relationship with him right oh don't let the fellowship get broke me and my wife's married we have a relationship and it don't matter what happens she's gonna be my wife but we ain't always in fellowship and I just wonder tonight if you're out of fellowship woe is me that's the key woe is me hear those words lo this call hath touched your lips and now get up and go let's go out and tell people about how good God is that he was buried he did die at Calvary he was buried but he was lifted up and because he's lifted up we too can get some help tonight Father we love you today pray God that you'd have your way in every heart that's in this building and we make no presumptions Lord there's nobody going to think anything except there's some people just wanting to take off their shoes. These people and every one of us have come to church and we've approached God arrogantly and we've approached God unfit and our lips hadn't even been fit to worship. Our mind hadn't been even on worship. They may be some folk going through some hard times right now. God, I pray you'd help them to do business with you tonight on a Sunday night. I pray, God, they get things right. They just say, whoa, it's me. 
They don't have to tell everybody. They don't have to announce it. It ain't none of our business. It may be something small. It may be, Lord, I remember times when I'm praying and I burp and I tell you I'm sorry. You're so holy. I don't want to do nothing to disgrace your presence. I don't want, God, I recognize the fact I need to take off my shoes. My feet ain't even worthy to walk where you're at. You're the only one that can be everywhere to show up. I'm asking you to show up in every pew and walk down the avenue of every soul. Help every mama check their hearts, Lord. Help every daddy. Help the young teenagers. Lord, if they're standing at a crossroad about to make a wrong choice, help them tonight. Help them to declare, woe is me, so they can get up and go. In Jesus' name we pray. Folks in the altar, they sing and join. God, let's respond to the preaching tonight. They're going to sing a song. Thank God for the preaching.